0: Welcome. You're listening to the Leading Hope podcast. My name is VJ Williams here with my friend and pastor Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us. Taking time out of your busy days to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new episode every week on Wednesday. We would love for you to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, which is Pocket Cast for, for some me, of us. Yeah. And uh, share this with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all the fun MySpace, stuff. MySpace. MySpace. LinkedIn. You've really been on the MySpace. I, MySpace is stuff. MySpace come up. as a joke is yeah, hilarious. Yeah, it, 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 People, I don't even think people really. Even, if you're on MySpace, I mean, put us on the top eight. Yeah, I don't even think people know what that is anymore. Do they still know? Uh, I would say
1: a good chunk of our listening audience has no idea what okay, I'm talking there about. There we go. There they we understand go. it's a punchline of a dated reference. There we go. Yeah, it was like we're thrilled. Yeah. Go do MySpace during the day and come home at night and watch Happy Days. That's awesome. Uh I've yeah. never really watched Happy, happy days. days, could I be clear?
0: You a Fonz fan? Is that who's is that what Happy Days is? Yeah. Is it Fonz? Happy, happy, happy days. Yeah, the Fonz. Hey Sorry. Yeah, I don't know what we're talking about. I don't either. Also, please rate and review on Apple Podcast. A few extra minutes will absolutely (laughs) help get this podcast in the hands of so many leaders like you. Visit leadinghope.online to get updates. Find out more about the Leading Hope community today. Kevin, we are going to be in the second half of last week's episode 163. Now we're in episode 164, how to actually develop leaders part dose. Part dos. Two. Woo! Here we go. So, um, so Which last I can't wait to get to by the way, because man, we left a cliffhanger there. And it was, it's, it's, it was, like, I'm excited. All of a sudden, you realized like
1: <laughs> who, who, somebody was murdered, but you didn't know who. <laughs> it was like, let's mix <laughs> leadership teaching yes. with murder mystery, mystery fiction, yeah, in an incomprehensible way.
0: The, the next episode after that is How to Kill a Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it could go through and
1: be like the so here's the two principles you need to know as Charlotte enters the room where her husband was completely disengaged, not knowing what she had planned all along.
0: What is happening? <laughs>
1: Let me get to the content for today. Let's should do I do that? that? Yeah. yeah, I feel like I should We're do that. We're only
0: two minutes in. They're still, they're still listening. <laughs> we got 18 more minutes yes. to help you become a better leader. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay. So last week, we talked
1: through the idea that leadership development yeah. is a process. Yes. It's not just to rehash a couple things very, very quickly because we wasted most of our time. It is. It's not this weird like, oh, I wanted them to be a leader, so I'll just throw all these things at them and hope they become a leader. Leadership is a set of competencies. There's a set of skills. When they come together, we call someone a leader. And when that happens, you need to understand there are some key questions you need to be able to answer to develop leaders in your organization. So yeah. we said the four questions are, what do you need a leader to do? Who do you need a leader to be? How do you identify a leader? And how do you help them grow into what they are called to become? The, the belief there being, that you're not, you're not imposing your agenda upon them, right. that they are created for more impact than they currently have. And so you are helping them step into that next step of their calling. And that's really the benefit that you have. You go, I'm helping them right. become what they want to become to begin with. Right. And so I'll, just if I could recap real fast, the, who do you need a leader? What do you need a leader to do? That's a set of skills. And so I listed out last week, hey, here's the skills we need from a leader and organization, make an ask, cultivate community, make it better, cast vision. I'm not gonna go all through that. When you know what you need a leader to do, you can better identify who do you need a leader to be. The skill comes out of the virtue. The skill comes out of the character, okay? Yep. Competency comes out of character. That's good. And so we identified not just like, integrous, joyful, honest, all these other things. Those are great things. Yeah. Our list is actually, if our leaders are gonna do that, they need to be people who are available, who love, who have humility, calling, and courage. It's good. When you've identified the virtues, okay? You know, when you've identified the skills, it's easier to identify the virtues. The virtues help you identify the leaders. So that gets us to the third and fourth questions. And that is, how do you actually identify a leader? How do you identify someone who has these virtues? And then how do you help them grow How do you help them develop the skills they need to become a leader in your organization? Yeah. So the majority of the time today, I want to spend on part three, but I'm just going to list it real quick so we can cover part four, because that's gonna be unique to every organization. So I'm gonna give you the list and then I'm gonna come back to it, okay? So how do you identify a leader? There's five things we use. And again, I'm just gonna touch on these for just a second. We identify a leader through relational proximity, by calling out gifting, by engaging them in vision-focused conversations, through the rally and the debrief. Okay, we'll talk about those again in just a second. Hang on right there. I want to jump to how do we actually develop leaders? And What we are doing is we're putting very strategic things in place in key spots in order to Aid everyone in leadership development. And so we're writing a curriculum that we're attaching to our activation class called Claim. Claim happens the first three Sundays of every single month. We say claim is to activate your gifting. We are attaching a fourth week, which we're not exactly sure how we're going to implement it and deliver it, but that will take people through this content. Right. Like here's the virtues, here's the skills. Yep. Here's how you live into the virtues. Here's how you develop the skills. Really to introduce the conversation for people to introduce the ideas so not every ministry leader feels like they need to have this whole conversation at once. That's good. So um claim part 4, we're also looking at creating a church-wide leadership environment that'll engage people in the conversation, not simply like training, but just here's where we're headed, what do you see? Yeah. Um I love my favorite thing that I love is to hand the vision off to people and to watch them take hold of it. It's great. Like I say like <clears throat> Like the baton in a relay race, my favorite part is to pass it off to someone else and to watch them run with it. And so that's what we're seeking to do. Again, we don't know exactly what that's going to look like, but the vest those are two like additional pieces we're developing to help us in that. What this lives on is the thousands of development conversations, which is an event. <laughs> yeah. Here's where you are. Here's where you could be. Here's the new standard. Here's how you get there. Okay, so that's really how you develop leaders. So, any VJ, anything in like recap, because this is a this is a process that comes together. We're breaking four distinct parts of it down in terms of the questions, but it really works as a whole. And I want to make sure people can understand the whole.
0: No, I would just I would encourage anyone if if they're listening for the first time or have or first time in a little while to go back and make sure you catch up on the first episode to get context cool. for what you're saying, and then come to this episode.
1: Good. Okay, so I want to drill down on part three, and that is how do you identify a leader? Again, you must know what you need a leader to do and who you need a leader to be. Right. Once you have the listing of virtues that associate with the skills that you need, you're able to better identify them. So how do you identify the virtues? And we look at it and we say there's three behaviors and two events that we need to identify a leader the behaviors are relational proximity calling out gifting and engaging people in vision focused conversations so first off relational proximity we must be close enough to people to be able to identify these virtues yeah like and i always view this as like the it is so important that we get church work that we get outside the building in our relationships. I know that sounds so simple, but it switches it from this is my church friend to this is my real friend. And my goal for the people that we lead for the people that I lead is you go the your life and your calendar are filled with people. Yeah. Like that's the only way to do this. And that like, and could I, I don't know, I don't know how to explain this any other way. This is where the calling piece comes in. So importantly, like, I do ministry with the people who I do life with and the people who I do life with, I also do ministry with. Yeah. I don't know how to separate them. Like it, sometimes people apologize to me and they're like, sorry for bringing up work. It's not work. It's calling. Right. Like, like it, it is my life. I don't mean that in this like unhealthy work life balance, I could bring my wife on and she could attest to that and to go like, I know how to be with my family. Right. I know how to not answer the phone, but like, I don't view a conversation about what God is doing as an interruption to what I was already doing. Right. Right. I'm "I'm sorry, I don't really want to talk about God right now. This is really about me. Yeah. (laughs) And so we have to be close enough to people to be able to do life with them, that we're able to identify the virtues. As part of that closeness is engaging them in vision focused conversations, talking about church. I don't just mean like talking about church in terms of the ins and outs. People talk about church all the time. Can we say it like yeah. that? People have the wrong conversation about church all the time. Yep. Talking about what God is doing, talking about what is happening in their life. Right. If you're if you're in uh business world, if you're if you're not a believer, if you're not a follower of Jesus, your list is gonna look very different in terms of how do you identify a leader. Right. My guess is the vision focused conversation will still be a part of it. It just won't look how we're talking about it here and how it exists for us. But I wanna be close to people. I wanna engage them in vision focused conversations and I wanna call out their gifting because I've found that most people are just incredibly unaware of what they're actually gifted in. And so I wanna show them, hey, you are, when you speak, people listen. When you're in the room, it gets more joyful. When uh, I told Pastor Cameron, he leads our Celebrate Recovery ministry the other day, I said like, when you are on the platform, You put everyone at ease and you lean in because you are just willing to be yourself. Yeah. And that is so such a breath of fresh air to everyone when you get up there and you do that. And so to say, like, I I want people to be able to know this is what you're good at to see what they're going to do with it. Those are the three behaviors. Okay. So the three behaviors for us, relational proximity, calling out, gifting, engaging people in vision focused conversations. The two events are so important and they are real simple. It's the rally and the debrief. Pre-service rally, pre-youth night rally, pre-tribes kids ministry rally. Like it is a five to seven minute gathering together. Here's why we're here. Here's some things that we're celebrating. Let's pray together. Let's go after it. Okay. It's quick. It pumps you up. The debrief is just the conversation afterwards. How did this go? What went well? What could be better? Yeah. And here's what is so important is I think those are not new things to most people. You're going to go, well, we do that. Why? What are you looking for when you do that? Because for me, the rally helps me gauge availability and it helps me understand immediately, hey, who actually like this vision piece of it, who's sharing wins that have nothing to do with the vision and who gets the vision? Like who's starting to eat, sleep, breathe the vision because they care about it so much. Right. The rally... Is built not just to raise the energy and to get people there on time. The rally is there to help you identify leaders. That's good. And if someone's never there, they're not available. That's right. If someone never shares, I'm not saying they have to share every time. We're not looking for someone to dominate the room. But if someone never shares, like as soon as someone says, let me tell you about something exciting that happened that God did. I'm going potential leader because they get calling. Yeah. Because they get courage. That's good. The debrief afterwards, how'd it go? What can make it better? I'm able to discern like this is not, I don't mean this like unique gifting. Anyone is able to discern who is focused on the vision and who is just focused on quality. Yeah. Who is focused on what actually supports our goals and who wants to look good. I'm able to be aware who wants to actually make it better. Who has ideas on how to make it better. These environments are crafted not just to make it better and not just to raise energy, but to help you identify leaders and so i I think the lingering question i'd have for like everyone you go i want to develop leaders okay like first two most important questions is like what do you need a leader to do who do you need a leader to be you have to identify those but then the next question is like how are you going to identify them yeah like what what are you going to go about to be able to identify the people who have the virtues and the competencies that are needed? And I think most people assume they're just going to follow my lap and then I'm going to put a book in their hands. Yeah. And that works just enough <laughs> for people to not understand that it doesn't work. Like you get lucky enough times yep. that you don't truly grasp. This doesn't work in any way. All right, V, what do you want to talk into?
0: Um, So much to talk about here. Uh, Let's just start with the rally because, uh, you know, obviously we call it the rally, but in context of the whole world, not just business world, there's always a, a rally point in your organization whether it's the beginning of the week on mondays in a lot of technical institutions um in the corporate world they call it a stand-up yep where they stand up is. around um so you can call it what we call it the rally you can call it whatever you want yeah because we think, clap yeah yeah and i think <laughs> i think you you hit the nail on the head with the fact that it is the you know you said this is it's a perfect environment to find the yeses Right? Like, not the no's, not even the people that are there because they just want to check off a box. It's who is sharing, they're a yes. Yeah. Who is the person that has maybe never prayed before in front of people and now said, you know what, God has been asking me to say this prayer in front of people and I haven't done it for like 16 weeks, but today's the day, they're a yes. It's not the person that's the nose. We don't, we're not counting no's. People, people get so dumb with that. I right. don't know how to say it any other way. They're
1: like, well, we held the rally, but only like 80% of the people came. Or even like, like only like 40% of the people came, so we're not going to do that anymore. Like,
0: are you kidding me? Yeah. You're able to identify what you need to identify. Yeah, and there's and, and every team has an opportunity to create these environments to find the yeses. And we call it, like, again, we're calling it a rally, but all your organizations, all the places that you work, the places that you're employed, that you have an opportunity to do the same thing to identify the leaders that you want to develop and then also find out. It also helps you know where to spend your time. Yes. Right. Like I don't if I if there's a bunch of people and I create a room and not I am not gonna spend my time with all the no's. I'm gonna find the yes and I'm gonna spend my time developing that. That's I think that was a really good point. I think the other thing I want to talk about uh, well, there's a few things. That one is you said pass it off and watch someone run with it. You're talking about vision that you love passing it yeah. off. What is here's what I've heard about um, from people who have been around the church that we're currently at uh, at Highland Park. Um, say is like oh, this is just way different than I've seen church done before. And what they're referring to in general is that everything's held with a tight grip. It's guarded. Like, I, I, you know, ooh, I could never run, be allowed to do this. Yeah, I'd have to get it approved. It needs to be a five-point plan. It's got to be written out in a book form. All these things, and we're saying, no, if it meets the vision, you are released by the God, not yeah. the church to do this thing. And I think that throws people off. Talk more about, obviously you talked about the joy, but talk about the mindset to even get to that point to pass it off <laughs> because I think it's so important.
1: Yeah, I just, um, I mean, some of this is conversation you and I were having earlier today. And to me, I'll get asked by people like, what's next? What's next? What's down the line? What's five years ahead? What do you have in mind? Is to go, The ministry of the church is to equip the saints for works of service. It's to release people, like to activate, equip, and release people to do the thing that God is leading them to do. Yeah, And so the ministry of the church is really dictated based upon the leading of God in individual people's lives. And I I think the thing that I find is that... um, I don't want this to sound overly critical and I hope this is said in a way or received in a way that for people who are pastors, that it'll expand, it'll elongate their vision. I have found that most pastors don't have a vision for their people that exceeds church involvement. That's good. And it's just like involved, do this. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here and I'm serving in groups and these other things. And so, yeah, I'm as involved as I could be And that's all God has for me. And they go, no, 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 it is, it is the pursuit of God in your life, through your calling, your relationship with God deepens when you pursue him with your gifting, doing the things that he's called you to do. Yeah. And I, we've always said like relationships form better while serving. Yeah. It's true of you and God. Yeah. Like when you serve with God, your relationship deepens at a greater level. And that's my hope for everyone. And I think when you understand that, like our vision for the church is not just clear. Our vision for the individual is long, right? Like it exceeds far beyond what most people would imagine. And I think that's the thing that's
0: helpful. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think that's, so it's, it's, it's not even, it's just not, a, a, important's not the word, it's essential. Like yeah. It's the. It has to be presented that way in order for you to do all that God has for you. Um, one last question. Let me, let me say, like, yeah. people ask me, "What's the vision for the church?" Yeah.
1: The more important question is, "What's my vision for you?" Yes. Yeah, what do I want for you? Yeah. And I can't. I can't determine, clarify the vision of the church if I don't first know what I want for you.
0: That's good. That's really good. Um last question um and I think this is so important and you may not have a good right away off the top of your head answer but I think for someone listening right now can you just give them a sentence or two on a vision focused conversation really quickly like just I I, hey man yeah I want to be part of the vision (laughs) what would you say to me oh my goodness well like
1: I, I don't This is where I'm probably least equipped to answer, and I apologize for this. I don't know how to do it because I do it naturally.
0: Gotcha. Like, does that make sense? So this it's based off the specific question. It's not just, hey, I want to be part of the vision. Like, for me, part of it,
1: and it's not role. (laughs) Like, great, man. (laughs) Church comes up. (laughs) Right. No matter where I am, church comes up. Even if people don't know I'm a pastor. Yeah. Church comes up. Yeah. And I don't know how. Yeah. But I really care about it.
0: Right. Okay. Cool, well, we'll leave that for the next one. Wrap it up, 164, how to actually develop leaders, part two. Yeah, my hope from the last
1: three of these episodes is that uh, it would demystify the leadership development process, that you would understand what development actually looks like and what the process of development needs to encompass. And so my hope is no matter where you are, that you can go back with these list of questions, what do we need a leader to do? Who do we need a leader to be? How do we identify leaders and how we help them grow and develop into their calling that once you have
0: done those, you have done the heavy lifting and now it's just about living it out. It's good. Thank you for joining us today. If you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for being here. And if you haven't subscribed, it'd mean the world to us. If you did that now, also post about it, rate and review or both. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders like you that are trying to get better like us. We'd love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life. Uh, you can visit us at leadinghope.online and send us a message there, or you can go on to Instagram and DM us there. We'd love to hear from you. And remember, everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count
1: or hit us up on MySpace.